The following views expressed are those of the speakers and do not represent the views of DOD or its components. Pay attention because you are now listening to Permission to Speak Freely. 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 Hey, for all Damon fans, right? If y'all, if y'all here looking for Damon, he's not here. You know what I'm saying? He ditched us. He in the Bahamas. Enjoy your life. I got pictures. If y'all want some pictures, let me know. I got some pictures. We might put some pictures of David on, on some new merch. You know what I'm right. saying? So, with the thong flip flops. I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> I'm a little jealous, but I'm good. It's cold out here in Cali. Oh, for real? Yes, yeah. it's a bit. It's been a bit cold out here and rainy. So we've we've caught a break for the, like the past two days, but yeah, it's it's been like some real crazy weather out here. You know, so um, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, man. I it, it's it, they say it never rains in Southern California. Well, that's a lie. Rain, slow, <laughs> sleet, sleet, hell, was, everything. Right, right. I got a cold. Yeah, you got I, a cold. I got a cold. Yeah, I'm sick. If 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 uh you know the job is listening, I'm sick. I'm still sick, y'all. You know, if the command <laughs> listening, I'm still sick. You know, those telework days, they they wasn't in vain. I'm still sick. Y'all can hear it in my voice. Um, I'm actually getting over a cold. I should be good to go by uh by Monday. You know, I should be good to go by Monday. But yeah, I hey, was. We don't sick. quarantine I, no more for colds. What you talking about? A telework. Telework. Yeah, teleworking and quarantine. We, two we different don't, things. We don't, we don't we don't do that no more. We don't well, tell her because we sick. Oh no, we because do. we, we sick. Do. <laughs> yeah, you're you're the bad command. You you're the bad command. If they like, like if you command, listen, 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 leadership, command, leadership. I teach command. If y'all ain't letting y'all people telework when they sick, y'all a bad command. You know what I'm saying? But nah, I, you coming <laughs> in? <laughs> yeah, yo, you gonna work while you coughing and hot like that? Yeah, ain't, ain't none of that. We ain't doing that no more. It's, it's 2023. <laughs> But, right. Um, what is COVID? <laughs> yeah. But if, if you watching a YouTube and you wondering, uh, you know, who is this beautiful person that we have? Uh, that's not Damon. It is ITSN <laughs> Morio Latano. And so, hey, welcome to the podcast, man. How you doing? Welcome. Good, good. Thank you. Thank you for inviting me. It's a real honor. Yeah, man. It, how far removed from uh, it's going to be a cool episode too because we get to talk about something that we've been wanting to talk about for a while sorry damon you couldn't be here for this conversation but morio <laughs> just got out of boot camp correct yes i graduated in september september and uh, wow. i just got a, i got out of a school i did a school and then i did a little bit of c school i think mm-hmm. block one and then now i'm yeah. back home and how old are you I'm 39. Okay, so you're 39. And and you joined, how old were you when you like joined, officially joined? Uh, I debt in, in November of uh, 21. And then <clears throat> I was able to hold it off until June. So I went to RTC in June, June 22. Mm-hmm. And in this, in today's time, today's climate, the question that's like really burning me is like, what made you join? What made you join at 39 in 2023? Uh, so, well, 2020, whatever. So um, I think I remember the moment that I decided to join the Navy. Um, I remember I had, it, it was in 2019, I had uh, gone to visit my friend 
my best friend, who also happens to be a, uh, a Navy veteran. He, he was a, a submariner. And I, I went to his house, and we were just hanging out, uh, drinking beers, and we were watching the news. And then there was this terrorist attack in Pensacola that had just happened. And um, we, were, we were watching, and then he told me, I remember that day he told me about uh, how the Navy had this IT and intelligence and information warfare community. And that uh, even though I was older, I could still join and, and be an officer. And so I started looking at, after that, it's when I started. And I started looking into this program to try to be an officer in the Navy Reserve. I think it was called IP is the designator. IP eighteen twenty five, which is the reserve version of that, and and so I tried to to commission. Mm-hmm. I, I applied for this program. It literally took a year and a half for me to go through all the boards and stuff, and I didn't get selected. And uh, I was really disappointed. Yeah. But my plan B was to enlist. Uh, also, because uh, time is not on, on my side. I'm 39. I think the limit to enlist is 39. So I was like, okay, you know, I'm just going to enlist and see if I like it. Also, you know, if I can get through boot camp and go through the whole training, uh, then, and I still want to join, then yeah, I can still pursue this. So I, I enlist, that's why I enlisted. Also wanted to serve my country. Um, and uh, getting to leadership, getting to leadership as well. That's another reason why I, uh, I decided to join the Navy and also follow in the footsteps of, of uh, my best friend, who's really uh, means a lot to me. Man, that's what's up, man. You got to give you a round of applause for that one, man. I mean, in today's time and climate, not too many people join for that reason right there. You know, um, patriotism, serving the country and things like that. And then at an older age, you know, whenever I, whenever I think of like just the older person doing something, I'm always think like, because, right. you know, we're about to talk about boot camp in a second. And I always think about like, the older, the person mm-hmm. that was like 40 in like community college, you know what I mean? Like they different than the, the people that's like 20, like the 40 year old, they got all their books, they study and they do everything they're supposed to do. No nonsense in and out, get out of here or whatever like that. Right. And um, I'm wondering if uh, boot camp was, was like that for you at all. Uh, I was the oldest person in boot camp in my division, at least, or that I ever met and the other ones. Oh. Um, yeah. I mean, it, it felt different. Um, but I, I, I don't know, like in my time in the Navy, I feel like I've gotten younger, honestly, because I've been surrounded by younger people and they That's energize good. me and, um, That's good. did the RDCs try to like make fun of you for being older than oh, anybody yeah. else? Cause that's what they did to the older guy. My dude. <laughs> it wasn't, I expected, uh, them to, I guess, take it easier on me, but no, it was the opposite. They did it. <laughs> Were you in any um, leadership positions? At first, yes. I I, I volunteered. Um, I think I, it was kind of a mistake. I, maybe I should have done it later, like in the second half of boot camp where I volunteered for, for uh, leadership duties. But I volunteered right off the bat and I ended up getting fired. But yeah, I was mm-hmm. port watch section leader. Oh, yeah. No, I was. Uh, um, yeah, I was port watch section leader and then I got fired. And then, I was, then I, for the rest of boot camp, I was head crew. Yeah, no, they just they just threw you in there. You got you got family though, right? You got kids and a wife, or kids and a spouse. Or? Yes, I'm married. I've uh, been married uh, going on sixteen years, oh. and uh, my my daughter is fourteen. Well, we're we're all. Uh, my birthday is in May, so I'm going to be forty in May, and my kids are in June. They're going to be fourteen, 
and my son is going to be 11. So at some point you come home and you tell your family like, Hey, I'm going to boot camp or something like that. How does, like, how does that story go? Oh, so they, they've known that I, I was going through this uh, journey of trying to try to be an officer. And, um, when I have a feeling that when I didn't get selected, they were probably relieved. Oh, okay. You know, mm. even my, my parents too, they were like, oh, okay, cool. Yeah. You can just move on now and turn the page. <laughs> but I had this other, uh, backup plan. And then one day I just, uh, call, I decided, you know what? Okay. I'm going to do it. And, uh, I called my recruiter and the next day I, uh, I signed, I signed up. And one day I showed up and said, Hey, by the way, I joined the Navy, you know, I'm going to join the Navy <laughs> Reserve. <laughs> And how how was the wife? How'd she take it? Well, how was your spouse? I don't know. I keep saying wife. I'm sorry. No, uh, yeah, I'm yeah. Sorry. no my wife, she, she didn't take it well. I mean, at first it was like, oh, okay. But then um, I told, uh, we had to negotiate it a little bit. It was like, okay, well, you go when school's over. I, I went in June. So I was able to push it back mm-hmm. all the way until the school year ended. And, uh, but yeah, so we were getting closer to that date, then things started getting more emotional and, and, um, yeah. a little difficult. I had to, yeah. I had to negotiate like, oh, okay, when oh, I'm going to be working, I was like, well, take time off work because in my, where I work, uh, they allowed me to use, uh, my sick days in order to stay and pay. And I had mm-hmm. like a thousand hours. So I was basically getting a double paycheck. I was like, okay, well, you know, take time off, take time off, uh, work, don't work. Uh, she works in retail and, uh, yeah. And that's what we did. Oh, she took, I, I told her, well, when boot camp go, she's from Chile. So like, go visit your mom and take the kids and go on vacation to Chile. They were there for a month while I was in boot camp wow. to make it less. Uh, so they don't, they don't miss me, I guess. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, so my experience started at maps, right? So, cause I want to get, I really want to talk this through from like, you know, start to finish. So my experience started at maps. Like I was at maps, we were processing. I, it was like some, some women there that I was like, yo, when we get the bootcamp, when we get to Chicago, I would talk to her. Like we go, you know, we go to exchange information. It ain't really work out like that. Cause the ladies look a lot different in bootcamp than they look in maps. <laughs> they don't look the same until they get back to A school. But, but I was young. I was like 19, you know. Um, and then we got on this damn bus, man. You know, well, we caught the flights. Everything mm-hmm. was still hunky-dory. Then we get on this bus, and that's when everything changed. You know what I'm saying? Right. It was night. It was nighttime. It was dark already. We get out there. As soon as we get off the bus, straight engagement. You know, it's like the short dude, like the short RDC jumping on tables. Like, you know, <laughs> but how was that experience? Like, what, what was Is your still like, happening? Yeah. Like, what was your experience from the beginning from that bus, man? Is that bus thing still the same? Yeah. Uh, Maybe not right off the bat. Like I was in the bus. It's, it didn't really start until I got to a certain part of the airport where it really it took off. Um, I, we spent the night at a hotel before, and mm-hmm. um, I was in the, my my roommate in the hotel. Actually, ended up going with me to to boot camp, and he ended up in the same division. So, uh, so in the next day, you go to you go to maps, and then they put you on a bus. And then from the bus to the airport, we took a flight to Chicago and they give you yeah. a, 
a little stipend to 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 spend money on food, and I didn't have time. We didn't have time to eat uh, our meals, so I ended up oh, as soon as I landed in Great Lakes, it was already nighttime, and I I uh, I, I stopped by McDonald's, and then on the way to the uh, location where we were supposed to meet, I, I was eating, and then I, I I couldn't I couldn't finish eating. I, I can hear them yelling. As I was approaching, and then I, when I got at the there airport? at the airport, yeah. So at the airport, they were there. They had a Dang. section in the airport where they had the RDCs line up all the people that were arriving. And uh, the first thing they did, they gave me a mask. They, they, it was this um, cloth mask that we wore yeah. most of the time in boot camp. It was terrible. And mm, that's interesting. Yeah, you have three masks. You can't lose them. You, you know, if you lose your mask, you get in a lot of trouble. And, um, yeah, we were, I was there and then we just, they started processing us right away and yelling at us, um, lined up based on height, I think. So then, so you, then you get on a bus, right? They get y'all on that bus from the airport to, uh, to the, to the, to the boot camp, pretty much the training command. Right. And that's pretty cool, right? It's just quiet. Oh yeah. 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 But then you get off the bus. Yeah. Several hours later, after a, a couple hours, they put you on the bus. It's already really late. And uh, we're on the bus. It's nighttime. There's screens where you see the CEO of RTC, and he's telling you about Great Lake. It feels like you're going into Jurassic Park <laughs> almost. <laughs> and <laughs> and then as soon as you get off, yeah, you know, get out. We run out of the bus, and then you, um, I remember this uh, our RTC that was talking to us at the time. He, he was a uh, it was a short uh, Filipino RDC, and it was really intimidating. Really intimidating. I didn't get into any. I didn't have any issues, but yeah, so he would call people out if they weren't um, paying attention or if they they looked unkempt. I guess. Yeah. So, th- did you did y'all get your haircut like day one? Was that like the first thing that happened? Yes. Uh, the first day you get your hair, you 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 go into this office, and I think we we got. We started putting all our personal belongings into this box. Then you get you get issued certain things, and then you get your haircut. Yeah, you got, we got the haircut on the first right away. So you you got a good crop of hair. I tell you what, when I was like when I was like nineteen, I had like it was like I'm bald now, but when I was like nineteen, it was like soft like on the sides, and I already knew that that hair was ready to move. You know what I'm saying? Like it wasn't, it wasn't coming back. <laughs> it was not coming back. And I was so mad when they cut me. I was like, yo, these ones that been hanging for their life, they will not be here anymore. And they never came back. That was it for my hairline. That's when I lost my hairline. It was at boot camp. Oh, yeah, that wow. was it. Yeah, oh, that wow. was it. And I, and, and the hardest thing about that in life is I, I still kept hair with the fucked up hairline for like another 12 years. <laughs> <laughs> I should have cut it off then, man. I should have cut it yeah, off then. What happened you with your hair, though, Tish? Um, so I got my hair cut before I went in to have to to try to alleviate them cutting my hair because I mm. mean, like I heard that they were cut it and it was gonna yeah. look all jacked up. So I was like, let me go Rough. get it professionally cut so they don't have to cut it. So I cut it, but then when I went to boot camp back then, they still cut females' hair. Mm-hmm. So they chopped it off even more, and it was like lopsided looking, and it was just, it was horrible because they cut. I guess they cut it shorter to where it'll grow 
Mm-hmm. Like it won't grow past what it's supposed to be at boot camp. And I kind of had it cut in like a cute little bob, like right at the limit. Nah, they wasn't hearing that. It was like, nope. Yeah. But now they don't even so, cut your hair anymore in boot camp. Females, they don't cut our hair no more. Oh, that's good, man. I got a hey, yeah. Mario. So you get you you get there, right? You get the boot camp and it's P days, right? That's the first what, three days or something like that? P days? It's I think it's it was it's five like days. Week. Okay. It's just five days of uh, processing, mm-hmm. paperwork. Shots. I I I have a little journal that I kept. Maybe I can look at it and yeah. go day by day on what I did. Yeah, I'm interested in. Um, but uh, I'm interested. So and then, Mike. So my first my question though, outside of that, is like, when do you start missing your family? Um, probably uh, within the first few days. Okay. Is uh, you start missing them? Yeah. Did they? Did you get any letters? Yes, uh, I I got some letters. Uh, well, my wife did. They had traveled uh, out of out of the country, and I wasn't really prepared. I didn't. I should have gotten more contact information mm-hmm. for my friends so I could write them. Yeah. Um, and I didn't. And all I all the only thing that I could do was uh, I could only write to the people who I knew about. So I emailed one of my friends, and then no, I didn't email. I wrote a letter to a friend, and then I got a response two or three weeks later um, from a couple of others because I told them, hey. This is my my address. You can uh, spread the word and and give it to people. I'd uh, I'd appreciate it, but I didn't get a lot of le- I didn't get a lot of letters. I hear you guys can write letters like any day of the week. Like you don't have like particular because like when I went through it was like just Sundays where you had like mm-hmm. freedom, and so as I understand that it's not like that. Uh, you can write uh, at night. Uh, so at ten o'clock. I think it was 10. Yeah, they turn off the lights and the RDCs go, go away and you could stay up writing letters if you want oh, to. Okay. Um, a lot of people did that. A lot of people, that's, that was the, the time for them to write letters. Uh, it, it's, you're sacrificing your sleep doing that. I, I, didn't, I, I try to write my letters um, only once on the weekends or, or twice a week. Uh, yeah, but the other day was Sunday. Sunday was the day where where you had holiday. Mm-hmm. You know what we used to do? And you could write letters. So that's usually what I you did. Know, you so, know what we used to do every night? So uh, RDCs would break us down throughout like the day, right? Every day. Like we sucked. We were the worst. We were horrible. Every night, somebody would lift up in Iraq and be like, guys, tomorrow... We got to do better. Like, it'd be like a motivational <laughs> speech every night. Like, six nights in, six nights in, you start to get people like, Rogers, shut the fuck up. Shut up. Go to sleep. But every, every night, it was a motivational speech. Is that, do, 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 do those things still happen? Yeah, it happened in the beginning. Uh, one of the guys was, was trying to be the leader and he would, he would say motivational things like that at, at night and people tell him, yeah, shut the fuck up. Try to sleep. And, and then near the end, then it, it kind of quieted down. And then once we had our set, um, their, their, our POC, which is the chief recruit pay mm-hmm. officer, he would have these speeches, uh, before we, we go to bed and it would be really annoying. Yeah. Wow. Everybody hated it. <laughs> like, shut so, up. What about you, so, Teach? Did that happen? D- well, I yeah, I remember us arguing, um, like 
it wasn't like motivational at all. We were just like, hey, you fuck up. Da, 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 da. Like, you need to do this. And yeah, but it, it wasn't really motivational for real. It, it was just, just going at it. But um, I had a question. Dang, I lost it. Never mind. <laughs> I was about to ask. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, um, did you or any of the other recruits that you were with, did y'all like, watch any YouTube videos about boot camp and like somebody felt like they had like the cheat code while you were in there. Like, Oh, I know what, what we're going to do. And I know how to do this and that. Um, maybe that was me. I, I <laughs> had a lot of time to prepare for this and, and I, I, I always like to prepare for things. So I, I wa- yeah, I watched a boot camp uh, video, the uh, faces of boot camp, I think it was, or something like mm-hmm. that. Um, and, um, but I, I, I didn't do enough. I should have done a little more <laughs> to just like folding, how to fold the uniform correctly or how to do the, how to say commands when you were marching. Maybe I would have gotten uh, a better position, but yeah, I, I did. I did prepare. I don't, a lot of people weren't, I guess maybe didn't do that. Oh, really? Uh, I, I know people looked into a battle station. So some people knew about what was, what was going to happen. I I had no clue. Mm. I just knew that we were, we were going to have that at some point. Wow. I would think that in with that generation that everybody was probably Googling and YouTube and everything before they came there. Right. Yeah. Right. right. <laughs> so what's the, what was the first like major standout moment of your experience in bootcamp? My first major standout. Uh, I, I was uh, overconfident. I, I felt like I was cocky mm-hmm. myself and, Oh, okay. I can handle this. You know, I, I was fit before going to boot camp, and um, it wasn't that. It was more of a mental challenge mm-hmm. for me. Uh, the RDCs really broke me down to the point where I, uh, I think uh, the second week, after trying so hard to stay in my position that I had, um, I got I, I was in a dark place. I was like, "Oh man, I'm so depressed." Um, and then I, I, I picked myself up, and I was like, "You know what? I'm just gonna, uh, I'm gonna do head crew, and then I'm gonna try to." to help these guys and, and support them and, uh, and do what I came here to. I came here to learn leadership, right? So I'm going to be their leader, mm-hmm. even though I don't have a, an official position. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, that, that, that was that. I also got um, into, uh, started going to the church on the, on Sundays. Mm-hmm. I'm a Catholic and then I, I don't know, I, I, I reconnected. I, I feel with um, my, uh, my Catholicism there as well. That, that was another, turning point for me and after that i i, I did pretty well the rdc's drove you to the chapel i literally started praying every morning you know when i went through it was like people was getting fired left and right like <laughs> mm-hmm. i think we went through like three r pocs <laughs> yeah yeah, I got so, I got fired. We just had one. We just had one. He was really good. Oh, okay. oh he he wrote it out. It was ten weeks. Was it ten weeks? It was ten weeks. Yeah, our our pod, uh He it, uh, he was a really bright and energetic wow. young man. He he was he was he, I don't. He had this memory where you could give him a command, or the RDCs would tell him what to do, and he would just do it. You know, he and he would remember what to do. Yeah, that's good. He was, he, he was really deserving of that position. Built for our. I got fired from our before I even knew that I was going to get it. Like they called me up, <laughs> and then I, I was walking, I guess, too slow, and they was like, "Get your ass back!" And you know, I became. A, <laughs> 
I became a section leader and I would and I would get in trouble because my rack was always better than everybody else in my sections. Uh, I think I talked about this on a pod before, so I ain't going to get into it. But we had a dude named Buster and he would make sure his shit was messed up. So he could watch me uh, get beat, get you beat. know, get beat up or whatever. Yes, yeah, it was crazy. Um, but so, so P days was just normal. Um, you got well, you still got moment of truth, right? Yeah, we had the moment of truth. Um, where we were in the class, yes, and then they come in and it's like, okay, today this is uh, if you have anything to that you want to say that you haven't told uh, the RDCs or that you didn't do while you were in maps. Now it's now it's the time mm-hmm. to do it. And so uh, then those people, I think they stayed in the classroom and everybody else went somewhere else. But uh, I, I think it uh, I guess it, for them, it wasn't a good idea. Uh, some of them, you never yeah, saw them again. Yeah, that's how it was. Yeah, that's. Yeah. And it affected, uh, yeah, it affected some people. I think somebody brought up some kind of, uh, it was really sad, uh, some kind of allergy that they had that didn't really matter. And uh, they got all the way to the end of boot camp, and then I guess they didn't make it because uh, they couldn't get it cleared, mm-hmm. you know, by medical. So they didn't graduate. Wow! And I don't know what was what what happened to them. So is wow. it? It was really really sad. Is it is it P days um, when you start going through child? Is it P days when you start going to child? Right? Like I get, I'm assuming you start going to child hall like the first day of P, like your first uh, day after the night that you get there, right? Yes. And is it is it still yeah. time constraints to eat? Yes, yes. Explain uh, that. You, you 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 have five or ten minutes Damn. to eat. Uh, you know, you go in the line, and then if you're first, uh, you're you're good. But if you're at the end of the line, uh, you're gonna get the whatever whatever's left in the galley. Right. Sometimes all the good stuff gets taken. Yeah. And um, you have the least amount of time to eat, but I, I I think it was like five minutes for you. You had to eat. What, what dictates if you're first? I think it's based on a high line. Yeah, based on a high okay. line. <laughs> or if you're like, let's say that you were road, the, the you certain uh, we would take turns. Uh, the people that had to hold the door, so the, you you would be last there. Or if you were oh, late yeah, because for whatever mm-hmm. reason you you had to run down, you you had to stay behind and then catch up, and you were in the at the back of the line. Yo, five minutes to eat is not it at all. Yeah, I don't. I'm not really sure. It could be. I think it was more like ten, but it just felt really. I never. I could never finish my. uh, I just had to eat real fast uh, because if not, then I couldn't. I couldn't finish my meal. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, and then and then like I guess the other thing you would see initially, and I think you connected with us about it, is you would see the showers. So when we when me and Damon remembered about the showers was like just this shower in the middle <laughs> like y'all just out there like <laughs> ring of, like just a, <laughs> a ring of nastiness you know what I mean yeah like crazy but how how was the showers in um when you went through uh the yeah so that was uh evening routine and um you take a shower everybody showers together there's there's this big uh pillar that has multiple um <laughs> water faucets and then uh everybody would just take a quick shower uh that's that's where people would get loud they'd start um you know playing around or screaming and you'd always hear shut yeah. the fuck up you know because they didn't they didn't want the rdc's <laughs> 
to um, to hear because uh, they thought they would get in trouble, but no, nothing like that ever happened. But but yeah, everybody just showered together. We we uh, we shared the sh- the the shampoo and the soap. That's until you go shopping for the first time, right? Yeah, we went shopping pretty pretty early. We went to the next, I think, uh, within four days. Like on the third day, we went oh. because we, we there was a shortage of certain things. Um, like I, I wanted to buy the oh. that sponge to take a shower and. I had uh, I I have dandruff issues, so like I wanted to buy Head and Shoulders. Um, and this is during COVID protocols, huh? Yes, yes, we wore the mask all the time. I think we had a break at one point, and then it was maybe a week or two, and then all of a sudden, I guess there was another another rise in cases, and they're like, "Oh, I'm sorry, we got to put on, mm-hmm. we're gonna put the mask on again." I was like, "Ah." It was, it was it really sucked wow. but i hated wearing the mask it, it was just even for pt you had to wear the mask you you, you could only take it out if you what? were going to go running like once we're running I was like, okay put your mask in, oh. your, in your pocket but throughout even doing push-ups and doing the the pt inside of the compartment you, you had to have the mask on mm, yeah so what's a what's a normal day in boot camp like week one uh week one i, I we're learning the let's say uh, you know how to stand watch the, the doing the security watch everybody gets put in a watch bill and mm-hmm. uh you're just getting used to the the routine of uh learning uh how to live in the compartment and and uh everybody has their duties that they have to do and basically it's just you're surviving so that you're not getting yelled at by the RDC that that was uh, mm-hmm. that's what it felt like let's go uh like Wake up, you wake up, you know, what happens after that? What time you wake up first off? It varied. Sometimes it was uh, five or uh, six o'clock, something like that. Sometimes it was, uh, no, it was usually four or five, I believe when I, when I wake up, they'd come in. I, I would always wake up before everybody else. Uh, but yeah, they come in at a certain time and um, they turn on the lights and uh, everybody has to line up in front of the, the rack. And stand at attention, and they'll ask you every morning, uh, "Oh, does anybody feel like they're sick? You know, does anybody have any COVID-like mm-hmm. symptoms? You know, st- you know, take one step forward." Nobody. It was it was kind of hard for people to do that, but some people would would do it, and then they'd get uh, I guess they would get their SIQ. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, a lot of people there were they were everybody got sick at one point. I I got sick. Um, but nobody, nobody ever stepped forward. Uh, the majority didn't. They, they, they just wanted to get through boot camp and not, not get, um, yeah, you know, set back. Yeah. yeah. Do they still call it as mode? As mode. As yeah. Mode? Yeah. <laughs> that was my. That was the biggest fear for some people, and it happened a lot. It happened. Right. I think yeah. we started out with eighty-eight, and then graduated with 60, 67, Eighty-eight like in that. your eighty-eight in your division. Wow. I'm just, uh, I'm just, I'm just, can, I'm just blur. So I'm at a blur about like the day to day. Like I know we did stuff like, like Navy federal would come in. And I think like the, um, um, like the TSP people would come in and stuff like that. But I, I'm just at a blur yeah. with like a normal day. Like I'm, I'm, I, I forgot. Like, it's like, we woke up, we went to breakfast I don't know what the hell we did after breakfast. I guess we got some kind of training. We went to lunch. At some point, we marched and we drilled and, you know, we did stuff like that. 
But I, I really don't know, you know, what we did in some of those, uh, like some of those just regular days. Cause you get a lot of people coming to you, um, selling stuff and like, well, trying to get you to, uh, join, you know, the bank and stuff like that. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was the, there was a schedule, uh, on the board. So you wake up, you, right. You'd, uh, you'd, you'd, you'd go through, you line up, then everybody would, um, you'd have to already be dressed by then. And then, uh, they'll give you like 15 minutes and then we'll go each out. And then when we come back to each out, uh, people will have some time to use the bathroom. And then after that, we'd go to a class or we'd go, uh, somebody will come in, right? Like, uh, and try to, uh, open an account with, with Navy Federal. Um, or we would just, um, go marching. You know, a lot of times we learn how to march. So we'd go outside or, mm-hmm. or we'd have TPT. We'd have the PT as well. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I was going to ask PT about where? PT. Yeah. In the compartment. And most of the PT was in the compartment. And sometimes we'd go out to the, to the, um, the, the I guess in front of the, the building. The, the gym. And and the gym. Yeah. But the, the, there was like a, the grinder. Yeah. The grinder is yes. what they call it. It was just a, a pavement in front of the, the ship, which is the mm. barracks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a building. <laughs> so y'all did, did, a, y'all did a, How many PFAs did y'all do? Two or three? The PRT, um, I think we had we had one half we had one in the beginning, then we had one that was kind of a see where we're at, and then uh, and there was one at the end. The the final mm-hmm. PFA. That's the one that really counted. Were there people who didn't pass? Yeah, some people didn't pass. Uh, it, was, it was the run. The, the most challenging thing was the run. I, I think for uh, for an eighteen or nineteen year old, you had to to the run in 12 minutes and um, mm-hmm. some people struggled and I, I think the females had 14 or 15 something like that mm-hmm. that was the main thing that uh, a lot of people were ass mode uh, for that or the swimming the, yeah. the, the other thing that you did we did early on is we would uh, we'd go to the, the do the swimming that was pretty early I think that was one of the first things yeah, we did <laughs> Yeah, that was me, man. I, I was, uh, you know, I was a part of. <laughs> do they still do the whole thing where it's like, if you can swim, go here, and if you can't swim, go here, and then it's just kind of parts ways. <laughs> Most of the people go yeah. with the can't swim. Uh, yeah, some yeah, people went swim. to the to to learn how to swim. Uh, some people didn't know how to swim. Some people weren't strong swimmers. Um, and they couldn't go all the way, but they could float. But uh, which group are you in? Uh, I I I learned how to I I always knew how to swim, but I before going to boot camp, I actually took cl- swimming classes and uh, yeah. to just learn how to do a a, a correct uh, freestyle technique. And so I went mm-hmm. I went in pretty confident, but but it's funny I uh, I I jumped off the thing and then I started swimming, and there were so many people in the pool at the time and then I, I i crashed into another person halfway and i was i guess i uh, i was so exhilarated that um when this happened I, I drank a lot of water like i swallowed a lot of water and i started drowning and i couldn't keep swimming the way that i was i started doing the you know floating backwards the back and they were shot. trying to they were trying to pull me out of the pool um they had rdc's all around the pool with these poles 
to get people out that were struggling. Mm-hmm. And I, I just kept going and I finished it. I remember the poem. <laughs> I remember the poem, man. I had to grab it. <laughs> I had to grab it, man. I tried to tell him. I tried to flag him off. I'm like, <laughs> they stuck that thing down further. They was like, grab it. I'm like, <laughs> I grabbed it. They pulled me out, man. It was over for me. It was over for me. <laughs> did you just try to like go go and jump straight in, or no? You, you or, lined or up, you and every, immediately... everybody goes up to that um, that uh, you know this platform, and you jump from. Yeah. Uh, I don't know how I don't know how tall it is, but yeah, it didn't seem like it was it was bad. But when when I got out there, I was like, oh crap! I'm lucky. I don't <laughs> do they it push twice, you, so. or, or do they let you jump? Uh, it felt like they they push you a little bit, yeah. Mm. Yeah, they kind of yeah. Because some yeah, people don't want to, they, they were afraid to do it, you know. And I and I feel that bad because be. the people that that uh, had to that had to redo it or they couldn't swim, they they probably jumped that platform uh, five times, something like that. Mm. Yeah, I had wow. to go back to do. I had to go back to swim again, but we didn't jump the platform. Again, like, like until the, the, like the actual, well, if you test it again. So let's say you test it again, then you jumped it again. But I, I only tested one more time. And that time that I tested was the time that I made it. You know what I'm saying? Um, until then I was backstroking <laughs> and doggy paddling my ass every day until the RDCs threatened us. They pretty much threatened us. Like, yo, if you don't get out of here today, you ain't going to make it. You know what I mean? So I, you know, that's when I was like, let me go ahead and do this backstroke my way down this pool um, or whatever like that. But I, uh, my question for you is this being about 20 years, at least 18 years older than the majority of everybody that you were going through a uh, boot camp with. Did you make any friends in there? Oh yes. Yes. Uh, that, that was probably my favorite part of boot camp uh, is the friends that I made uh, my, my, uh, my rag made, we were best buddies, all the people around, uh, where I was living. Yeah. Uh, we, we were all great friends and, um, I have, I, I still maintain contact with them. Um, when I left, when I left, uh, Pensacola, I drove to Mayport on my way down here to Miami and I visited my rag mate. He's in, um, mm-hmm. he's in a DDG. And, uh, it was the first time that I seen him since boot camp. but yeah, the, it was, it, it was, we had a lot of fun. We laughed a lot. It, it was, it was, it was like I was back in high school almost, um, the, the things yeah. that we did and all the, all the things, all the, you know, we would just talk shit about each other and we would be at uh, the end uh, getting inspected and, and, um, you know how they would ask you questions like who's the CNO and whenever, whenever somebody got something wrong, it was like, it was hilarious. <laughs> I mean, luckily we had the mask, so the RDCs couldn't see or smile. Yeah, oh, that got to be yeah. a good experience, man. Yeah, that got to be a good experience, though, at, at 39, um, 38, 39. You know, Vice being like 18, 19, like just really not knowing the world, anything. Um, I, I would feel like it was like a blast from the past. Like I could like kind of like feel like mm-hmm. get some rejuvenation. Yeah, I was going through, I was like 19. I was still trying to prove myself, you know, to the world at that time. I was a knucklehead, you know, you know, stuff like that. I did good. I think I did good in boot camp, but I was a knucklehead. So I think that it would be a good thing going through. You're more mature, certain things you're just not going to do. Like I got in trouble for a mail right. I received at, at, in boot camp. I got in trouble for a letter that I received. 
likely. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because what was written what? in the letter, the words. Yeah, my friend, one of my friends, oh. he sent me, he wrote a rap and he, he sent it to me in the letter. And it had words that we should not be using. You know what I mean? And um, those words got me in trouble. <laughs> you know what I mean? It is what it is, though. So, like, all right, so we talked about letters. Yeah. So we talked about swim. We talked about child. We talked about um, PT. We talked about PT. the arguments at night. Um, what about battle stations? Uh, well, I'm not allowed to talk about battle stations, but um, uh, yeah, battle stations was pretty hard. Uh, I think the worst part uh, of battle stations is just the fact that you couldn't uh you had to sit on your knee that 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 really yeah that's the worst part i yeah and i i, I remember complaining about like, hey you know why do we have to what do we have to every time we finished an evolution why do we have to do this because this is bad for people's knee but they didn't care it, it's just i guess it's just a thing and i talked about it with my friend uh who who was in the navy 20 years ago and he he told me the same thing I said, oh yeah the, you know this, we yeah. had to do the same thing. Everybody had to be on their knee in battle stations. Uh, yeah. But uh, but are we allowed? Um, um, uh, are we allowed to talk about battle stations? I mean, this this content on battle stations <laughs> all over. But if you you know if you abide by that, then that's cool. But what was your experience though? Did you did you enjoy it? Did you feel like you learned anything? Yeah, the the first half was pretty easy, and then uh, we they they switched instructions uh, the instructor, and um, then it got really. It got a lot harder. Uh, it it wasn't harder. It was just a lot more uh, yelling and pressure. Um, uh, I I think I pulled a, a muscle. Uh, well, at one point, we had to change uniform really fast. And uh, I when I put on the the firefighting suit, I pulled a, like my calf muscle, and I and I, I yelled mm. really hard. Ah, it was really painful, and I just had to keep yeah. keep going. Uh, but yeah, you're tired. You're basically up uh, throughout the whole time, and then um, it's two days. Then after that, after we were done with battle stations, then we still had to. They still kept us awake. We had to go marching and do stuff at the compartment, and they wouldn't let us go to sleep. I I fell asleep marching. Uh, that that had, I never thought that could be possible, but I was so tired that <laughs> I remember marching, and then like um, I just veered. I I fell asleep marching, and I, I got off the formation. I started walking. A different direction. So you was asleep. Wow. Did you get in trouble? Did you get yelled at? No, no, no. Everybody was tired. It, oh. it was, it was funny. Oh yeah. So how how did it feel to get that navy ball cap? Oh, it was good. It was some people were crying. I I didn't cry. I I I thought I would, but I I didn't cry. I, it was it was a great feeling. Uh, when like when I got the navy ball cap, uh, we had uh, some people, some civilians. I, I don't know who they were. And then all, all the RDCs came around and shook our hands. That, that felt great. What's the craziest thing you got written in, in your journal? I'm not sure if I have anything crazy in particular. I just, uh, I, I remember uh, when I look at this journal, I, re- I remember things. So I had, uh, when we went to a medical, um, we, we all got our shots. And uh, I remember before boot camp, I was I got a list of all the vaccines that I had, so that I wouldn't have to take them in boot camp. But that <laughs> that wasn't a thing. Everybody got <laughs> their shots done again. <laughs> yeah. I really you have a word to, to say. Get your way out of that. <laughs> Do they still yeah, line the, you up and you go down, and then they just psh, 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 like, oh, as you're walking yeah. down? Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, that day. Uh, I, I think it was more than one day. We 
we woke up in the morning. We went to um, the marches over there. And uh, all the LGCs are there as well. And everybody's just getting, waiting in line to do their medical and their dental stuff. And um, getting their first round of shots. Uh, the most painful one was uh, one in the butt. I don't mm. know if uh, you guys had you to do that. That was so painful. Yeah. And then yeah. after that, then we, right after the next day after that, we had to, we had our, P, our, our PRT test. And it was hard. It was hard to do PT with that when you're, yeah. when everybody has sore arms sore, and, and sore buttocks. <laughs> right. Yeah. I'm allergic to yeah. penicillin, so I didn't have to get the peanut butter shot. Must I got nice. uh, oh, lucky you. I was I was yeah. way from it. <laughs> Must be nice. Must yeah. Be nice. I, um. Speaking of medical, I had to get dental surgery. I had to get my wisdom tooth. Actually, two of them. Yeah, I had to get both wisdom teeth taken out. And I was down for a minute and I could only eat peanut butter and jelly sandwiches from the galley. That was all I could eat for like a week. I was yeah. so done. <laughs> that's what yeah. some people, that's the, the staple diet of, of recruits is peanut butter, peanut butter, jelly sandwiches. Uh, they would, they had the, the little peanut butter cups and all they would get is bread and peanut butter. And that's, that's what a lot of people ate. Yep. I was down. And you know, for the first um, six to eight years um, after that, my jaw would just go numb after that surgery. It, it Like my whole jaw, like out of nowhere, it would just go numb. And then eventually it'll, it, like, it was like very sporadic. And so I had like nerve damage. What was, what was the doctor's name? What was that doctor's name? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Look, look at my medical records. <laughs> yeah, look at my medical yeah. records. Yeah. What, what, was it something that gave everybody diarrhea in boot camp? You said that oh, what? Just, I think was it was like the a food. thing that gave everybody diarrhea. I, I don't. I think it was just the like uh, every. It's just a change of food. I don't know. If there's something that they put on the food, but uh, just the fact that your diet changes and you're eating galley food uh, all the time. I, yeah. I don't know. There's something about um has a lot of fiber. The food has a lot of fiber. And um I I had to yeah. I had to eat a banana all the time. Every day I would eat three bananas because if not I would I would get the shits. Mm. But but yeah, that that, yeah, that yeah, happened I was a lot of the diarrhea guys. <laughs> yeah, I was I was a diarrhea dude. Bad. I cut it. I didn't think I was gonna catch it. Like I was one of the last ones to get it. But people getting it left and right, and they would take a pill, like some kind of pill to kind of um harden your stool or whatever. Mm -hmm. Like a uh, yeah, to harden your stool. Yeah, yeah. And and um, I remember I used to be like, man, y'all dudes. And then one day. I was going to get that pill, man. I, I, had to, I had to go ahead and let it out, man. So I just, I remember that diarrhea stuff. Though, I don't too much remember that. So uh, shots, diarrhea, battle stations. Uh, we talked a Navy ball cap. Man, I don't know, man. Did we miss anything? Graduation. If we're there. Uh, well, uh, I have here on my notes. Uh, for me, it was, uh, I had a hard time folding clothes i had a major that's probably one of the mm. times that i got yelled at the most is um i was yeah. really bad at folding my clothes and I, 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 that's something i learned a lot about wow. myself and i i guess i don't have a i didn't have a good attention to detail 
<laughs> and so I, I yeah. was careless. Who folds so. your clothes at home? My wife. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's like, yeah, I've been married for 16. Right. I've been married for 16 years, y'all. <laughs> Yeah, I had, a, I had a hard time folding, oh, folding clothes. And I never figured out how to do to, When you pull your rack, you had to fold it and get this little 45-degree uh, angle. Uh, mine was always, um, it wasn't as good as the other recruits. And never, I never figured that one out. And, and, uh, and then, yeah. I don't know, I was just slow. Yeah. I, was, I felt like I was a little bit slow in that. When we sometimes, uh, uh, they'd make us do our beds over and over. That was mm-hmm. one of the things that I, that, traumatized me it's like oh, okay we gotta like destroy our bed and do it again and um yeah i was pretty slow at that did they like come in and like if something was wrong in your um in your area they'll like the rdcs would like pull everything out uh yeah so you had your you had a a, a drawer that had a lock and if you forgot i forgot one time and uh i i thought i got in trouble uh, because I remember w- w- we went, uh, every, t- every, t- every, every day when we would go out, I was like, Oh my gosh, I hope I didn't forget something <laughs> in my, in my bed on top of my bed. I mm-hmm. locked it because then they are, they would inspect it. Mm-hmm. Either, either somebody from like quality assurance will come and inspect the room or the RDCs will inspect it themselves because they wanted to, they were trying to be competitive with each other to see who had the best division. Mm-hmm. But yeah, one time I, uh, yeah, yeah. in PT, my RDC told me, did you forget something, Litano? Uh, what I, I didn't know what I forgot. And it ended up being my lock. And I was like, okay, we're going to uh, see me after PT. And then he, I never saw him, but I, I forgot about it and <laughs> he forgot about it. So <laughs> actually I didn't forget about it. He forgot about it. I, just, I was just waiting for him to, 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 to call me up so I can get uh, beat up, but that didn't happen. But yeah, they, the, yeah. that was the thing. The, and so if you, if you left it unlocked, then they, they throw everything out and they look at what you have. And some people got in trouble. Uh, uh, one of the things that w- was very common is that people would sneak in food from the galley, like mm-hmm. the little granola bars. Mm-hmm. And uh, mm-hmm. that, that, was, uh, that was the thing where the, the people did to sneak in food and they would get in trouble for that. Yo, it's crazy that boot camp pushes you to a point where you're trying to sneak granola bars, man. <laughs> <laughs> like, like granola bars. Like, I, I mean, them, they, those granola bars used to be my, the, the things I like too. Uh, question for you. Uh, well, tell me about your RDCs. My RDCs. Uh, I had my, my, when I first started, my first RDC was a senior chief, uh, a female senior chief, and then mm-hmm. my second RDC. Uh, they were, uh, I, I, no, she, I think she was, uh, I don't know what their rates were. Uh, I think she was some kind of, I think she was, uh, engine something. And then the other two were aviation, but then a couple of weeks later, uh, my first RDC, she, uh, got promoted and they, they took her to another ship, another, another building where she was going to be, um, um. I, I don't know what, some kind of position in the in the order but um then we got a then my second rdc became my first rdc and then we got a new one from another division mm-hmm. uh my my first rdc he, he was great uh he was a first class uh mm-hmm. he was a, a hard ass and he was really hard on me uh, i the worst yelling in in my life was 
from my first RDC, but uh, but I, I I really look up to him. I think he he's uh, probably a model model sailor for me. You know, we're always looking at how people are, right? Um, how they're behaving, if they're consistent, if they really uh, mm-hmm. if they really live out this this all this stuff that they're trying to teach us. And he really he really stood yeah, out for me. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know if is it okay if I if yeah. I say his name or not. No. Yeah. Uh, yeah, petty petty officer uh first class Griego, yeah, yeah. He was awesome. He's built really tough. Okay. He's a really tough sailor. I really admire the guy. Uh, what was his rate? Him. He said shout out to him. You know his rate? You I don't know. I, I, he's an aviation rate. Mm. Uh, I don't I don't know what he what exactly okay. his rate was. I remember one of my RDCs, it was a little short lady. She was crazy as hell. She she used to come in like when we used to hear her voice, we used to be like, Oh God, she's here. But she was like, she she was just the worst. <laughs> she gave us so much hell like every day. And then I think she was a first class. And actually we had a chief too. He was cool, but she like we feared her more than we feared the chief. It was just like she coming in and she, she's just going through everybody wreaking havoc, pulling stuff out of of our of the the racks and mixing stuff up. Like we would come back from being out and like everything is just the whole space is all fucked up because she don't went in and just fucked everything up. <laughs> Yeah, we had we had a bro div RDC uh, uh, who was a female, and she was insane. She was really tough, and uh, she hated me. I, I felt like she hated me. <laughs> <laughs> right, you do kind of internalizing and taking it personal. Like I think they really like don't like me as a person. <laughs> yeah, she was really tough on me. I I, and I took it per- one of the few times where I was like, oh my gosh, this RDC. Like I, you know, it was for me. It was personal a little bit. <laughs> Right. <laughs> what you? What was your highest point in boot camp? My highest point in boot camp. Uh, so I I graduated as a honor grad. Uh, nice. I was really proud of that. Yeah, they, they have a. I don't know if nice. they had that back Congrats, back when man. you were in uh, in RTC. But the, I think that the top three percent they get a little ribbon now. Um, and I I didn't think mm-hmm. I was gonna get that. I I uh, I was basically in the head crew. I I thought that you had to do a certain had to be a certain position for that um but uh but yeah that was my my highest point well it's when i i got when i got fired and i uh from my position and then i started bouncing back and and uh i started helping people uh pass their a lot of people struggled with their their academic tests uh, i wasn't like the education mm-hmm. petty officer but i was t- i was i would go out of my way every night to make sure that um that I helped them memorize all the stuff that they had to memorize for the inspections or for the tests. And they, I guess they were really grateful that I, that I did that because um, then at the, at the end of boot camp, when they, they choose, they basically chose three people that, Oh, you got, you got, you're going to be uh, in this board uh, for, to see if you, you, you get honor grad. And um, I was one of the three. And then they ushered us out into the hallway to talk about it. But basically what was, what happened during that is that then they had everybody do a vote in the division. They, everybody turned around, um, faced the rack, and they would 
say, okay, if you think uh, it should be uh, this person or ITSN Latano or that person, and I guess they, they most of them voted for me. I was, you know, really grateful for that. And I, and I, they chose me over the, the RPOC, this young guy who I, I thought he was a much better recruit than I was, but, mm -hmm. uh, I felt a little bad that, that, uh, that I got and he, and he, he didn't get it. He definitely deserved it more than I did, I think. But, uh, yeah, that was my, my highest point is I was so, I was so proud to get that. <laughs> <laughs> The the RPOC, you said he was good at his um at like taking charge and everything. Like did he help people also? Um I, I don't I don't know. Maybe maybe it was that. Like maybe uh people liked that I helped him out and um uh, he helped people out, but I don't I don't I, I guess maybe like I I I'm more um charismatic. Like I I will talk to everybody. I would go around and try to start a conversation with with everyone and mm -hmm. i got to try to get to know them so yes. maybe maybe uh maybe that's a difference uh um, you know, he was kind of his little group right i would imagine that that's that's very likely um what the difference was it seems like you made a huge impact on a lot of you know your shipmates while you were there and especially when it really mattered like you didn't have to do any of the stuff that you did. You weren't commanded. You weren't in a position to do any of the extra stuff that you were doing. Yet you still, you know, were helping other people when you could have just like stayed in your own bubble and just been like, I'm going to mind my business, put my head down and get through. Um, so and that's a, a big part of what real leadership is. It's more than just executing orders. So good on you for that. What was the best job? What was the best job in boot? What do you think the best job in boot camp is? Mine is mine. I think is laundry PO. I, I think laundry, laundry PO is the best job. <laughs> what, 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 what do you think the best job is? The best job? Well, I was uh, I I was I wasn't the head PO. I was head crew. I was helping the the head PO and um, he uh. I, I, he was he was a good head PO, but he was very emotional and he would get upset with people. Um, so I was like, I'm, you know, don't, don't chill out, don't worry, but don't take it personally, you know. Just like, oh, uh, Mar uh, Letano, why don't you be the head PO? I'm, it's like, no, no, you're doing a good job. Don't, don't worry about it. Just keep doing what you're doing. And boot camp is going to be over in mm -hmm. a few weeks. And uh, but yeah, I help. I I enjoyed being in the head crew. I I think our, our division had the cleanest toilets like i would i would really like, like these 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 guys don't know how to clean toilets uh they would just uh do the surface but then i was like whoa lift up lift up the lift up the lid and then the lid will be full of piss <laughs> or if you look on the side of the toilet there's piss all over the place like man we had to clean up this whole the whole toilet not just the top mm -hmm. and uh i would really get down there and, mm -hmm. and, and clean i don't know i just that was just my thing uh it was it was kind of an escape for me, though, to just clean the toilets, <laughs> the, the bathroom, yeah, pick up yeah, all the dust bunnies. Yeah, That's the other, the other phenomenon oh, that happened there. Oh my god! Yeah, damn dust, dust bunnies. bunnies, man, dust bunnies. You could not get rid of those shit. Yeah. 
Oh, we didn't talk about boot camp yet. I mean, um, graduation. Oh yeah, we haven't talked about graduation. Yeah, so that that was probably one of my least favorite things is uh, preparing for graduation. Uh, we yeah. rehearsed that thing hundreds of times, <laughs> hours. Uh, it was boring. I didn't have. I wasn't flag or anything. I, I, I was just literally just standing there and going on parade rest and standing. It was so, I would fall asleep uh, standing up. Everybody did. It was people falling out. Huh? It was really boring. Yeah, it was just really boring. It is really boring. It's supposed to be like the pinnacle, and you get there, and it's just not it. Like yeah. you're just waiting <laughs> to see your family. Like I wish it could be over so I can see my family. Did your family Knees come out shaking? Right. Did your family come out? Yeah. So since I got the honor grad, uh, they allowed us to be. Uh, we didn't march off with them. Uh, we weren't. I wasn't with my division that morning. I um, I was kind of an usher for the the graduation. As all the the families would come in, you you know, we would guide them to where they would sit. So I got to see my family uh, first. I got to see my family pretty early. It was nice, nice to see them. Yeah. <laughs> I, I remember. Yeah. That's what's up first time they saw me in uh in the the uniform and then after a certain time then uh i i'd fall out and then i when my division was outside uh they they marched outside of the 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 hall and then i went with them and then we marched together and uh, i i wasn't thinking about you know we we had practice and rehearsed i was off step uh, you know i didn't care i was just i was just like i was just happy <laughs> yeah. to be there yeah, couldn't they couldn't tell me nothing when my mom came up there like yo this is my mom right here yo. Like, like they couldn't tell me anything yo. yeah i was like yo you want to go to the exchange like we to my mom let's go to the exchange right. i would give you a drink or whatever i had money in my pocket we went to chicago like I stay, I had to go to A school. We went to Chicago. I stayed for A school. It was fun, mm-hmm. man. It was definitely fun. Yeah. But but what's next, man? Like what what um, Navy wise? You because you are a reservist. I'm a reservist. So yeah, I went to I went to A school, and then I just got back two weeks ago, and I reported to my my NRC NRC uh, in Miami. And now I'm in the process of of uh, waiting to be gained by the reserves. Uh, they said it could take a few months oh. before I can actually start drilling. Uh, they're today, actually uh, they're drilling uh, this weekend, and I called. Hey, are you sure I'm not supposed to uh, show up for drill? I call, I called my NRC, and they told me that no, I don't have to drill yet. So I don't know when I'm gonna be able to drill. But yeah, I'm in the reserve. I'm in IT. Um, I'm excited to get started. I, I really want to start drilling and then um, I want to mo- volunteer to do a, what they call a MOB, mm-hmm. mobilized, I think. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I don't mean, even have a yeah. unit yet. I uh, I have, a, I think they told me where I might be going it's as a unit, where I'm at my unit is here in, in South Florida. Um, it's some kind of intelligence uh, place here that they have in because uh, here in Miami, in, uh, Miami is the headquarters of uh, Southern Command. Mm-hmm. So that's that's probably yeah. what I'm gonna end up doing. But I really want to go on a ship. Uh, when I when I went when I left Pensacola and I went to Mayport and I uh, I uh, they allowed me to be to to go on board as a guest. So he gave me a tour of the ship and I I loved it. I was like, oh my gosh, like, I want to go on a. I wish I could go on a destroyer. Or or any vessel, but uh, I don't yeah, know if that's going to yeah. be possible. And there is sometimes I I hear 
think that uh, oh no, every service IT, you're never you're never gonna go on a ship. But I'm gonna try to do it if they give me the opportunity. Are any thoughts mm-hmm. on going active? Yes, uh, I've been thinking about it. Uh, I I wanted to. Well, originally I I wanted to be a reserve officer, but uh, I've been thinking about um, getting into one of these commissioning programs and and going the active duty, like to apply for OCS. Um, mm-hmm. I haven't made up my mind yet because uh, I don't know if I want to do that. To see, see I, I want to do it, but I don't want to. I I feel that uh, I'll be destroying my kids life if i did that because right now now that i'm back i'm seeing that my my daughter has her friends and my son has friends now and uh i don't know like i i feel like if i if i go active duty they're, they're gonna come with me wherever they take me i don't i don't know if i would want to do that with, to them I, I know my wife is okay with it mm-hmm. but uh I, it's something to think about or i could stay in the reserve and either just stay enlisted or try to do that other program that I was trying to do. It's very, that, that program is really competitive. I mean, you have to be, uh, uh, see, I'm a technical person. I'm not a, I'm not a manager. You know, I've never, I've never had um, supervisory roles in my civilian job. So I think they were looking for that, that kind of experience. And I don't, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm an engineer. I don't really do that. But uh, I don't know. I want uh, to. I, I, I just got here, and I um, I'm, I'm thinking about it. It is weighing heavily on my mind. Like I want to. I miss being in the Navy. Yeah. You know. And you know, it's it's funny because when you were saying when you're talking about your kids, and I was in my mind, I'm like, oh no, they'll they'll adapt. But then I thought about it. I'm like, wait, they've been in Miami. Like it's not like they were born into the Navy culture of moving around like my kids were born into that culture. So they kind of get the gist of moving every couple years. And now they're 14 and 10 and they kind of come accustomed to it a little bit to where they, they know how to adapt a lot better. Um, but I can't imagine, you know, them being in one place for the first 11 years of their life. And then having it'll be, it would be difficult, more difficult for them, I think. Um, but I still think that they would adapt, though. Honestly, getting to travel and move around, um, and they're not quite high school age. Like I think once they get in high school, you'll see in the Navy that people typically try to stop moving their kids once they're in high school, um, just because like that's when that friend bond really starts to happen. But before then, you know, we're just kind of all over the place and we just straggle the kids along like, come on. <laughs> but I think yeah, my daughter starts high, high school next year. Oh, OK. OK. Yeah, I, I think it does give um, it, it helps to build character. <laughs> I tell you, yeah. it, it helps to build character. And now they they're they are a lot better with like making making new friends. Um, going to a different area, making new friends, they have different experiences. They can say that they've been, they've lived in Hawaii, they lived in Japan and California. Um, so I think it's a good experience that you would give them. And, and I think they would, as long as they have you and your wife and, you know, you guys are supportive, I think they'll be okay. Yeah, I think so too. 
I really do. And I think you would be a good, you said you don't have manager um, experience, like that's not what you do. Um, but thinking about like boot camp, going back to like how your boot camp was, it sounds like you would be an inspiring leader. So um, I would challenge you to kind of try to put yourself in those positions because it sounds like you're kind of made for it. Especially with your age and your your what you've been through in life, um, I think you should definitely start putting yourself up there a little bit more in, into those leadership roles because it sounds like you made a huge impact on a lot of sailors in boot camp. So consider that. Thank you. Yeah, uh, I I was in A school. I was uh, the the class leader. Um, so that, that that's where I was able to get more. I really enjoyed uh, being their leader in in mm-hmm. A school as well. Yeah. Yeah. At one point, I I was marching uh like eighty eighty people, I think. Nice. And I I learned uh, in uh, in the A school. I joined the choir and uh, I learned how to project my voice better. Mm. That was the other, the other one of the struggles that I had is I was kind of a self soft spoken person, but uh, but the Navy really helped me to find my voice. Nice, That's get more confident. Yeah. Did you start listening to the podcast in A school? Because you listen to us, right? Yeah. So, uh, but uh, so I said that I had been preparing to go to the Navy in a year and a half, you know, for that program. And um, so I, I started listening mm-hmm. to proceedings, and then um, I, I don't know if it was at a forum or on Discord. There's a Navy Discord that I'm that I am a, a part of, and I learned about DGUDS, mm-hmm. and I started listening to DGUDS episodes. And then uh, I believe I believe you were a guest in an episode, or or not, or they they mentioned. Uh, yeah, yeah, we we yeah we were in one of his episodes, then I was in another. Yeah, and, and and I listened to every episode. So then then I started listening to to your podcast, and so I've been listening for about a year. Yeah, yeah. Dang, thanks, man. Thanks. <laughs> Appreciate you know, like my morning routine. I wake up and I just I just put it. I just put on the whatever. So podcast is is on. I'll just listen to the whole thing. Mm. Yeah. Well, we hope, I, I know Damon hopes the same thing. Uh, we hope that you're gaining something from, from listening to us, man. We hope it's giving you something, uh, whether it's laugh, whether you learn some stuff, whatever it is, I hope that you gain from listening to us. Appreciate it. Yeah, def- definitely. Definitely, uh, learning. You know, you guys talk about Navy stuff and chief stuff and things about, uh, sailors struggling with certain things. And, uh, that's what, that's what I really, enjoy listening to also thanks for uh coming and uh kicking it with us too i appreciate uh yeah uh the story i appreciate learning a little bit getting filled in a little bit more on boot camp um i don't know if there's anything else that you do want to kind of it's like a flashback yeah yeah definitely (laughs) is man took me back a little bit but i appreciate you man i don't know i felt like i had more to talk about boot camp (laughs) it's a lot i mean it's a lot it's a lot and then it becomes a blur yeah, it's, 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 it's like this right here, like really started to like, oh, yeah, I remember that. I remember that. So, yeah, it's fun times. 
Yeah, well, I was going I mean, through but, it, it wasn't fun, but after the fact, it was like, oh man, that was that was pretty fun. That was pretty dope. <laughs> Um, I have some mixed feelings about about boot camp. I, I, overall, it was good. I, I enjoyed the people I met, and um, you know, I, I'm really impressed by my my first RDC. Uh, but there's some other things that I I didn't agree with. Um, that would that like uh, I didn't like the whole fact that they would break people down. Um, I remember one one event where uh, I was trying to. Uh, I was, I was doing some. I was trying to get a roster put together for when I was a Ford Watch, and um, I remember that uh, I had to get signatures from our RDCs. And when I finally, I, and I worked so hard to get these signatures, and then all of a sudden, I gave it to to uh, Senior Chief, and uh, she just ripped it apart in front of me. I was like, "Oh, you know, figure it out. Man. Like something's wrong. Figure it out." But I, I don't. I, I guess I didn't understand what was the point of like just. Just tell me what to do so that you know I can do a good job. Mm. Uh, I I didn't really agree with that whole uh, mindset of figuring things out. Yeah. Um, if I, I think it, it's better if you just show people how to do things, and I don't know. I don't know what was the goal of that. I guess so that kind of that kind of um, behavior or of, of uh, teaching sailors. I don't, I don't know what you learn from that. That don't stop when you get to a ship. Yeah. It's gonna be somebody on the ship telling you to figure it out, man. It's crazy. I guess I guess that's what they're trying to show yeah, you. Right. Okay, you know, like, I just got here. Like it's like figure it out. So like, give me the manual. I, I is there a, a binder that tells me what I'm supposed to do? I'll just do it. Yeah, Any, I'll just do it, and I can show people how to do it. Anything else from that experience leave a bad taste in your mouth? Uh, from that ex- of that specific, or just uh, just boot camp? Yeah, boot camp in general. Um, there, there are some things that happened. Uh, I, I know that, the the, the, some people would get removed. Um, I, I remember there was, this, uh, a lot of, uh, I guess, um, some, some, uh, sexual harassment stuff that would happen sometimes. And those people would get filtered out mm-hmm. or removed. And, they, you know, there was this one dude in particular who was, uh, doing from, Sexual the, harassment from RDCs? No, no, no. From uh, other recruits doing things um, with each other, okay. and uh, I, I thought that was kind of, uh, you know, I think they should be removed from bootcamp instead. I think they just kept getting gasped and asthma. I don't know what. I, I oh, don't wow. really agree with that. Yeah. Um, RDCs. Uh, yeah, I, I, I. There was some one thing that happened after bootcamp that I heard from. Uh, because I'm, I was the dad of the division, and so like uh, I would remember being in A school, mm-hmm. and I'm just trying to uh, get adjusted to it. And I would get texts from from my uh, my former recruits that were still in Great Lakes, and I was like, "Hey, dad, this this is you know what do we do? Like, what's going on here?" The uh, there uh, apparently an RDC was uh, you're not supposed to have contact with your recruits after six months, and then there was an RDC that was like uh, sending invites to. Uh, following people on Instagram, or, and like I, I thought that was wrong. And uh, th- supposedly there was some kind of recruit, you know, hook, uh, contact with uh, one of a uh, recruit and mm-hmm. an RDC. And I, I thought that was really disappointing because they're trying to teach you these values of like, oh, you know, you're supposed to follow the honor, courage, commitment, and but all of a sudden you're breaking the rules that you're telling us that we're not supposed to break. So, mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I, I that really bugged me. 
Um, yeah, it could taint you. It could like taint. It could taint your whole viewpoint of the Navy that fast. Right. Like, it's like I yeah. just graduated boot camp, and now I'm hearing about RDCs doing crazy stuff. Mm. Yeah, and and then some of the, you could tell some of the RDCs uh, they volunteer to be there, but some not all of them volunteer to be there. Some of them are just, uh, I guess, they're assigned uh, that billet. Yeah. And they're not motivated. Uh, one of the RDCs that came into uh, my division, uh, she, you know, you can tell that she really, um, she was not, she was not, a, she was, she, not, I, ne- I don't think we ever got um, punished <laughs> by her, uh, you know. <laughs> yeah. It's just a different, just like, fuck it, man. And then they, and then, they, they, and then the RDCs uh, that I guess wanted to be there, they would, you can tell that they didn't get along. Mm, yeah so with that situation with the rdc did anyone report it um so uh they didn't know what to do and then i i when i was in a school i brought it up to my instructor and uh it's like hey this is what this is happening and then they i guess they try to take care of things at the lowest level of the chain and he took it to his chief or lpo and basically they told him like look um can't really do anything because you're here you're here in pensacola that's happening up there uh if you want here's yeah. a number that you can call to do uh, some kind of complaint but uh or you know yeah what ended up happening is i just told him, look you know you, you guys are gonna have are gonna be the ones that that are gonna have to bring this up because i'm here i'm these are just uh, things that that you're telling me are happening but i'm not mm-hmm. actually seeing it and pro- they probably didn't you know they didn't do anything with it yeah. So there Yeah. Probably swept under the rug. If if it even got that far. Um Oh yeah, cuz you said so the the ones who told the chiefs and stuff they they're actually in Great Lakes. Or did or are those guys didn't say anything to anybody up there? Uh I was expecting them to call Great Lakes. Uh, the people in in my in, in Pensacola where I was uh, at. I was, that was what I was expecting to happen. Oh okay, you know, so there's there's an, there's an RDC that's uh, not following that rule where mm-hmm. you're not supposed to be in contact with your your former recruits right. for six months. Um, so, they would, but no, they, I don't. I don't think uh, maybe they did. I don't. I don't really know. Yeah. So you could also do if you still wanted to to pursue it. Um, you can also do what's called a, a IG complaint or a Navy hotline complaint. Um, you can go on like the Navy hotline website and you can actually do a complaint online and they'll um, it'll get to great lakes. And then they typically will do an investigation to look into the allegations. Um, so all hope is not lost. If, if that's something that you still want it to pursue, then you can do that. Um, so there's that. Okay. And they can they can do that as well. Um, your your friends and and you can do it anonymously. Um, also, so if they want it, they just need to have enough information to um, so that they can actually investigate and and know what they're looking for to ask the right questions. So they can do that too. Yeah, the number I got for the IG hotline is 1-800-522-3451. 1-800-522-3451, Mondays through Fridays, 8 a.m. to 4 p.m. That's to anybody listening that want to um, 
call IG or, you know, um, communicate or file a complaint. Yeah. Thank you for that. Absolutely. Yeah, man. Hey, look, like, like, yeah, like I said, man, good luck. Good luck with everything. Definitely. I appreciate you listening. I appreciate you coming and talk to us. Good luck. Good career. If you need anything, you got our contact info. So I appreciate you. Absolutely. Thank you. Thank you for, for inviting me here.